Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi there, welcome back. This is going to be for Jeremiah chapter 37. So I'm going to give you a little uh, narrative of the chapter, and then we'll get into the verses. When King Jehoiakim rebelled against Babylon, he was deposed, and his uncle Zedekiah was placed on the throne. By this time, it should have been obvious that Jeremiah's prophecies were coming to pass. Twice Nebuchadnezzar had come, and twice he had humbled Judah. But Zedekiah was no wiser than his brother Jehoiakim and his nephew Jehoiakim. He too began to look for ways to break the Babylonian yoke. Ignoring the repeated warnings of Jeremiah, he rebelled, and once again the Babylonians came against Jerusalem. It was in this setting that the events of these chapters took place. Jerusalem was under siege, and Jeremiah's counsel to surrender was not welcome. He was viewed as a traitor and a subversive. At this point, an army of the Pharaoh moved north to meet Nebuchadnezzar's forces. Nebuchadnezzar temporarily pulled away from Jerusalem to meet the threat from the south. The hopes of the Jews soared, but again Jeremiah dashed them to pieces. He prophesied that the Egyptian army would return to Egypt and that the siege would be but would be reimposed. So helpless would Judah be, according to Jeremiah, that even if the entire Chaldean army were wounded in the battle with Egypt, they would still succeed in destroying Jerusalem. During the time that the siege was lifted, Jeremiah decided to return to the land of Benjamin, probably to visit his hometown. His enemies seized this opportunity to make him to make their move. Accusing him of fleeing to join the Chaldeans, the Jewish leaders had Jeremiah arrested, beaten, and thrown into prison. The weak, vacillating character of King Zedekiah manifested itself. He called Jeremiah to him secretly, asking if there was any word from the Lord concerning Jerusalem's fate. Yet, when the other leaders demanded Jeremiah's death for preaching surrender, Zedekiah responded weakly, Behold, he is in your hand, for the king is not he that can do anything against you. But when Jeremiah's friends pleaded for his life, Zedekiah relented and had him secretly delivered out of his out of the prison. Jeremiah's sarcastic question to Zedekiah is recorded in, in verse, th- verse 19. The false prophets had promised that Babylonians would not come against Jerusalem and the captives already taken would be returned. At that time, Jeremiah cited the words of Moses for determining the true from the false prophets. Now with the Babylonians surrounding the, the city, Jeremiah asked, where are, all those, where are the other prophets? Jeremiah's words had been proven true, and he was in prison. Their word had been proven false, and, th- and where were they? Chapter 39 details the fall of Jerusalem and the tragic end of Zedekiah and his family. Because Jeremiah had foretold Babylonian, or Babylon's eventual success, he was released by the Chaldeans and allowed to remain in Jerusalem as a free person. And that was all from the Institute Manual. Verse 1, And King Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, reigned instead of Coniah, the son of Jehoiakim, whom Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, made king in the land of Judah. But neither he nor his servants nor the people of the land did hearken unto the words of the Lord, which he spake by the prophet Jeremiah. And Zedekiah the king sent Jehuchal, the son of Shelemiah, and Zephaniah, the son of Messiah, the priest, to the prophet Jeremiah, saying, Pray now unto the Lord our God for us. 
Now Jeremiah, came, now Jeremiah came in and went out among the people, for they had not put him into prison. Then Pharaoh's army was come out of Egypt, and when the Chaldeans that besieged Jerusalem heard tidings of them, they departed from Jerusalem. Then came the word of the Lord unto the prophet Jeremiah, saying, Thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, Thus shall ye say to the king of Judah, that sent you unto me to inquire of me, Behold, Pharaoh's army, which is come forth to help you, shall return to Egypt and to their own land. And the Chaldeans shall come again and fight against this city, and take it, and burn it with fire. Thus saith the Lord, Deceive not yourselves, saying, The Chaldeans surely shall surely depart from us, for they shall not depart. For though ye had smitten the whole army of the Chaldeans that fight against you, and there remained but wounded men among them, yet should they rise up every man in his tent and burn this city with fire. So even though it mentions here that the Assyrians or the Babylonians would be weak, they would still de destroy uh, the city of Jerusalem. And it came to pass that when the army of the Chaldeans was broken up from Jerusalem for fear of Pharaoh's army, that Jer then Jeremiah went forth out of Jerusalem to go into the land of Benjamin, to separate himself thence in the midst of the people. And when he was in the gate of Benjamin, a, a, a captain of the ward was there, whose name was Arijah, the son of Shel Shelemiah, the son of Hananiah. And he took Jeremiah the prophet, saying, Thou fallest, or art destroying away to the Chaldeans. Then said Jeremiah, It is false, I fall not away to the Chaldeans, but... He hearkened not to, to him, and Uriah took Jeremiah and brought him to the prison, or to the princes. <clears throat> Wherefore the princes were wroth with Jeremiah, and smote him, and put him in prison in the house of Jonathan the scribe, for they had made that the prison. And Jeremiah was entered into the dungeon, and into the cabins, or cells. He remained there many days. In First uh, Nephi 7 it reads, For behold, the Spirit of the Lord ceaseth soon to strive with them, for behold, they have rejected the prophets, and Jeremiah have they cast into prison, and they have sought to take away thy life, or the life of thy father, the life of my father, insomuch that they have driven him out of the land. And then down to verse 17, Then Zedekiah the king sent, and took him out, and the king asked him secretly in his house, and said, Is there any word from the Lord? And Jeremiah said, There is, for said he, Thou shalt be delivered into the hand of the king of Babylon. Moreover, Jeremiah said unto king Zedekiah, what have I offended against thee, or against thy servants, or against thy, this people, that ye have put me in prison? Where are now your prophets, whose, which prophesied unto you, saying, The king of Babylon shall not come against you, nor against this land? Jeremiah is asking a sarcastic question here. Therefore, fear not, or therefore, hear not, I pray thee, O, o my lord the king, lest uh, let my supplication, I pray thee, be accepted before thee, that thou cause me not to return to the house of Jonathan the scribe, lest I die there. Then Zedekiah the king commanded that they should commit Jeremiah into the court of the prison, and that they should give him daily a piece of bread out of the baker's street, until all the bread in the city were spent. Thus Jeremiah remained in the court of the prison. So he's not actually in prison, but just in the court of the prison. I guess that's being imprisoned, isn't it? In Omni, it says, Behold, it came to pass that Mosiah discovered that the people of Zarahemla came out from Jerusalem at the time that Zedekiah, king of Judah, was carried away captive into Babylon. And then in Helaman, Now the land south was called Lehi, and the land north was called Mulek, which was after the son of Zedekiah. For the Lord did bring Mulek into the land north, and Lehi into the land south. 
And now will you dispute that Jerusalem was destroyed? Will ye say that the sons of Zedekiah were not slain, all except it were Mulek? Yea, and do ye not behold that the seed of Zedekiah are with us, and that they were that they were driven out of the land of Jerusalem? But behold, this is not all. So we can see that uh, even though Zedekiah was put into prison, or was taken by the Babylonians and, and uh, eventually killed, or eventually died, his sons uh, were killed, except Mulek. Anyway, that's the end of chapter 37, and we'll see you next time. Bye.